What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Zay's Zone Podcast. My name is Zay. We're going to be getting into the NFL Week 5 picks and predictions right now. But just real quick, we're going to go back and recap what happened during Week 4. I went 9-7 and seven last week. My top play of the entire Week 1, which was Seahawks Moneyline Easy, went on Monday night. Rounding out the rest of my top picks, I went 3-3. Three and three. We lost Cardinals plus 14, won Cowboys minus 6, lost Bengals, gross, one Texans plus three, and then the Colts money line didn't didn't end well. So three and three with the top picks, but the ultimate top pick, Seahawks money line did win. All right, let's just recap real fast a couple of these games. Lions won. Falcons, I don't know what's going on with their offense. Not not too good. A couple games that stood out to me. Dolphins, the Bills are earning my respect now. That's two weeks in a row that I went against the Bills. They're proven to be one of the top teams in the NFL for sure. Next would be Ravens. Ravens, 28-3. to Now, I did pick Ravens plus three, but that was before I knew uh, Deshaun Watson was out. So that just went in my favor. But the, the biggest loss of the day, definitely. Titans, I picked the Bengals. And the Titans rolled them 27-3. I don't know what is going on with the Bengals. If Joe Burrow playing injured isn't going to make a difference and they're still only going to score three points, it's time to bench him. Like, at this point, it's, it's it's the coach's fault. Your star wants to stay in there. I understand it, but it's the coach's decision at the end of the day. He has to do what's best for the team. If, if Joe Burrow's not 100% healthy, their season's going down the drain. So they got to make a choice. Another game that, I, that was pretty big for me was Buccaneers 26 points. To the Saints, nine points. I called that game correct. Then, Commanders plus nine. They had a chance to win that game. 31-31 going into overtime, and the Eagles kicked the field goal to win it. We covered the nine. Vikings, easy cover. Paint Panthers are not trying to win any games. Also, the Texans plus three at home was a great play that I liked. They blew the doors off the Steelers, 30-6. to six. And then also the Cowboys minus six and a half, 38-3. Cowboys are just something else. But I must say, a loss that I had was Chiefs minus eight and a half. And we lost it on the last play of the game when Mahomes took the slide to ice the game instead of running to the end zone. I got to give it up to Zach Wilson, though. He played his tail off and they only, the Jets only lost by three. So that recaps last week. So let's go ahead and get into week five picks and predictions. Just to go for the record, I would have. La- um, I'm 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 doing this on Friday, and last night's game, I would have picked Commanders. I had Commanders, and uh, Justin Fields and DJ Moore, they were unstoppable. Forty to twenty, we would have lost that game. So I did want to go ahead and be honest about that decision. But let's get into the Sunday slate. We got the Texans versus the Falcons. Now these are two teams that are trending in opposite directions. You got the Falcons starting off hot, went two and zero. Then they they are stalling out. The last two games, they lost to the Jaguars. They lost to the – why can't I think right now? Jaguars. and Oh, and the Lions. They lost to the Lions, lost to the Jaguars. And you got the Texans starting off 0-2. In the last two games, they are putting up numbers. C.J. Stroud is comfortable. Their offense is clicking. They went ahead and beat the Jaguars by double digits. And then this past week – they beat the the Steelers. What was that score? Thirty to six. Easy. That that is surprising. That's big time for sure. C.J. Stroud is doing something crazy. Atlanta is favored by one and a half at home versus the Texans. Now this is going to be a huge test because the Texans are 
one of the top teams in the league right now, passing, uh, passing yards per game. And the Falcons secondary isn't isn't terrible. They're 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 in that uh, middle of the pack defensively this season. It's their offense that is just cannot get it clicking so far. So that's going to be interesting. But the way the Texans have been rolling lately. I'm going to have to take the Texans to cover the one and a half on the road. I'd like to see the Falcons turn it around and do something, finally get a win versus a young team. But I got to go with the Texans based off of what I've seen. Now, we are getting to the point where it's the NFL at the end of the day. Good teams are going to lose at some some point. Bad teams are going to be find ways to get wins. The NFL, everybody's talented. And that's just what makes football so special is these games can't be 100% predictable every single week or else there'd be nothing to look forward to, no excitement in uh, the NFL season. So I'm going to take the Texans plus one and a half on the road. Next game, you got the Titans versus the Colts. Now, the Titans surprised me. I did pick the Bengals to win that game, but at this point, you cannot, you just can't predict the Bengals. Um, who knows what they're thinking? Joe Burrow's not healthy. Jamar Chase is upset. And the Titans, I got to say, Derrick Henry shut the narrative down right away. It was not looking good for him for the first three games. He was struggling, getting crushed. But last game versus the Bengals, he really turned it up. 22 carries for 122 yards, one touchdown. That's a full day of grind. And you like to see it. You like to see Derrick Henry bounce back. But the Colts, the Colts, man, the Colts versus the Rams, they cannot put themselves in a hole like that. The Colts were down 23-8 to to start the fourth quarter, came back and tied the game. 15 points to zero points in the fourth quarter to tie it at 23 but then went ahead and lost in overtime to the Rams. The Colts are not a come-behind team. They really do a lot of great things well, but they're not one of those explosive offenses that can just turn it up at any moment. And neither are the Titans. So this is going to be a nice battle. If the Colts can, it, it all comes down to if you can stop Derrick Henry. If the Colts can stop Derrick Henry, they'll be they'll be fine. I'm very critical against the Colts. I am from Indianapolis. I live in Indy. The Colts are not my favorite team, but I, I'm very critical against the Colts. I want to see them do well, but I just don't know if they have it. And Tennessee did get a good win, but it's versus the Bengals without Joe Burrow. I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts to cover the two and a half. They're, they're home dogs by two and a half points. I think it's going to be a slow type of game. Um, whoever makes mistakes is going to lose the game. Whoever turns the, whoever wins the turnover battle, the turnover battle will win the game. So I am going to take the Colts at home to cover the two and a half. Next game, you got the Jaguars going to the Bills. The Bills at home are favored by five and a half. The Bills have been lights out the last couple weeks. After that Jets loss week one, they are pulling away. They beat Washington 37-3. Then they beat Miami 48-20. Now, Miami's defense is questionable at best, but for the Bills to hold Miami to just 20 points, that's impressive. We're talking about a Miami team that's leading the NFL in offensive rating. So, Bills at home, minus 5.5. The Jaguars got some mojo back versus the Falcons last week in London. They won 23-7. I'm still going to roll with the Bills, minus 5.5. They, they are showing the world trying to prove that they are the top team in the league and they're up there definitely top three this week for me so i'm going to take the bills to cover five and a half at home next game we got the panthers going on the road to the lions and it looks like vegas is understanding what the panthers are this season detroit is favored by 10 points 
at home. Now, we all know Detroit's very hot this season, up-and-coming team. They're 3-1, and one, balling out. They had a great win on Thursday night last week versus the Packers. Jared Goff does not make any mistakes. Derek Montgomery, David Montgomery is a grind power back. Very tough to stop. And the Panthers... I don't know what they're doing. They got a lot of good young talent, but they have zero receivers. Their defense gets let out to dry. They have a solid defense if they can get good field position, but it's just not looking good for them. They lost to the 0-3 Vikings last week, so I just don't know if they're going to be able to go on the road and make this game competitive versus the Lions. But 10 points for a Lions team, although I think the Lions are a playoff team this season, 10 points is just a lot in the NFL. Hmm. This is a very tough one for me. I expect the Lions to win like easily, but 10 points is so much. I'm going to do something bold. I'm going to take an 0-4 team to cover 10 points on the road. So I am going to take the Panthers to cover the 10, even though I know they have no ambitions, no desires to win this season. All right, let's go to this next game. We got the Giants, 1-3, on the road, going to Miami, playing the Dolphins, who are 3-1. Miami is favored by 12 points. This game could get ugly quick. Now, I see that Saquon Barkley should be playing this weekend, but I don't know if it's going to matter. I really don't. This Giants defense is terrible, and Daniel Jones is just not it right now. They they haven't been able to get anything going. They're not using Darren Waller at all, it seems like. I think he had two catches last game. It's just sad to see, but this Dolphins team is trying to bounce back. A loss versus the Bills. They really can't afford can't afford two losses in a row if they're really trying to make make noise in the AFC this year. Twelve points, it's bold, but I'm taking it. I'm taking the Dolphins to cover twelve, and I think it's going to be easily. I think we're going to look back and it's going to be like a fifteen point game, and we're going to say, "Wow, it really wasn't competitive at all." So I am going to take the Dolphins at home minus twelve. Next game, Saints versus the Patriots. The line is even. The Saints, man. The Saints are so inconsistent, too. It's hard to choose these guys because last week, Buccaneers came to New Orleans and really shut them down completely, 26-9. to Derek Carr, coming back from injury last week, did not look good. I expect him to be a little bit more healthy this week on the road versus a Patriots team who really can't get anything going either. Mac Jones just is not a franchise quarterback. I expect him to probably get traded or just become the backup to uh, uh, Zappy the rest of the game. I mean, the rest of the season. So we'll just see what happens. But I expect this game to be very low scoring for sure. Saints, Patriots, we're looking at a 14 to 10 type game. Line is even. I'm going to take the Patriots. I mean, I have no reason to take either of these teams. It's been bad. But Patriots at home, they have to get some uh, momentum. Maybe benching Mac Jones was the best thing for their program. So I am going to take the Patriots to win that game at home. Next game, we got the Ravens on the road versus the Steelers. The Ravens are minus four. Now that surprised me, I gotta gotta say. I expected the Ravens to be maybe around minus six to seven points on this one. We're talking about a Ravens team. Even though Deshaun Watson was out last week, the fact that they were able to score 28 to three on the Browns team who has a top five defense this year, definitely top two pass rush unit in the NFL. Lamar Jackson did not take a step. uh, He didn't hesitate at all. Four touchdowns. So even though the Steelers are very similar to the Browns when it comes to defensive strategies, 
I expect the Ravens to be able to do what they want when they come into this uh when they come into Pittsburgh this weekend. Pittsburgh showed no fight in that Texans game last week. Got killed 6 to 30. I expect the Steelers to to be a middle of the pack team this year on and off games. Pickett got injured. I actually did not remember seeing if he's playing this week or not. Even if he is, it doesn't matter. Kenny Pickett is a system QB. Not going to make that uh, those highlight type plays regardless. And I expect the Ravens to really get the ball rolling. They're three and one. Steelers are two and two. I'm taking the, the Ravens to cover that four that four points home. I mean, four points road favorite spread. Next game to start the four o'clock window. We got the Eagles four and zero oh, going on the road versus the Rams, who are two and two. Now we got to be honest. The Eagles are four and four, but it has not been pretty. It really hasn't. Last week, overtime win versus the Commanders, who just got blown out by the Bears. Um, gave up 31 points to the Commanders. They beat the Patriots, who are, aren't going anywhere this year. They beat the Vikings, who really have been disappointing this year. Buccaneers was a pretty good win to me, 25-11, to because I'm really impressed by the Buccaneers this season. Buccaneers are 3-1. and one. But the Eagles just have not played any playoff caliber opponent yet this season. They're going on the road to L.A. to play the Rams. The Rams are 2-2. Two and two. They're trying to find their way as well. But I think they're a lot better than people are giving them credit for, especially offensively. Their defense is shaky, but the offense has been rolling. They were able to score 29 against a good Colts defense. And then if you look at some of the other games, they put up 23 on San Francisco, 30 on the Seahawks. And then that Monday night game versus the Bengals was an outlier to me. 19-16, to 16, the offense didn't get anything going. But I expect, this is tough because the Rams, I expect the Rams to be able to score. If the Rams are able to score early, the Eagles are going to be in trouble. Because I've seen the last few weeks, the Eagles are more of a slow it down. They want to play their game. They really want to control things. Their defense is stacked, so they really want to, they try to get stops. So that way they can put Jalen Hurts in a good situation. But this Rams team really likes to go. So... That's a good game. This is a toss-up for me where the line is. Minus four is pretty close to where I'd put it. I expect the Eagles to win, but I would not be surprised. I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say the Rams cover the four because the Eagles, let's just face it, the Eagles are not going to go undefeated this year. They're going to have to lose some games as the NFL. They're on the road. They might lose to the Rams, but I'm definitely going to take the Rams plus four. I really like how it's above a field goal, so I expect them to keep it close. So that's going to be our pick for that game. Next game, we got Cincinnati Bengals going on the road to the Cardinals. One and three Cardinals. Cincinnati minus three. At this point, I could not take Cincinnati. I just, they're too inconsistent. They can win. They can lose. Joe Burrow's not looking good. The offense is upset. I would have benched him by now until he's 100% healthy. The Cardinals are sneaky. They like to fight. The Cardinals like to fight. Last week, obviously, they, they did not do well versus the Niners. Niners are top team in the league. Um, but every other game has been closed for the Cardinals. Four-point loss, three-point loss, 28-16 win versus the Cowboys. So I'm taking the Cardinals at home to cover that three points. They're home dogs by three points. We don't know what this Bengals team is this year. I like the Cardinals spot. I do. So I am going to take the Cardinals plus three. Jets at Broncos. So the Jets are one and three. Broncos are one and three. But the Broncos at home are favored by two and a half. This is going to be an interesting game to see if Zach Wilson can get some momentum and play just as well as he played last week versus the Chiefs. I was very impressed by him. I still don't think Zach Wilson can be a franchise type QB long term. But last week he really impressed me. And then you got the Broncos who had to come back down 17 in the fourth quarter versus the Bears last week just to win. 
31 to 28. Now, it was a great effort. Way to come back and win that game. But I just don't see the Broncos going anywhere this year. Neither are the Jets, honestly. But I am going to take the Jets on the road to cover two and a half. They have a solid defense. They gave Mahomes trouble last week. Pretty sure he threw two picks. So I expect the Jets' defense to be able to give Russell Wilson some fits. So I am going to take the Jets plus two and a half. Next game, we got the Chiefs on the road at Vikings. Now, this line was very surprising to me. We got the Chiefs minus three and a half on the road versus a very mediocre Vikings team so far this season. The Vikings are, were 0-3, and they won in Carolina versus the worst team in the NFL at this point, 21-13. It was a good win, but man, the Vikings have just been so underwhelming this season. And the Chiefs are 3-1, although last week was a scare versus the Jets. Very close game. I just can't see why this line is three and a half. The NFL is trying to trying to trick us because, of course, everybody sees Kansas City minus three and a half versus a team like the Vikings, and they want to jump on that. You know what? I might be a sucker because <laughs> they're. I, I'm jumping on that. Chiefs minus three and a half on the road in Minnesota. Minnesota just does not have it this year, and the Chiefs, after that scare, I'm sure they want to put a nice win um, together this week. So I am going to take the Chiefs to cover that three and a half. Now, finally, we get a good primetime matchup. Very good primetime matchup. We got the Dallas Cowboys, three and one, solid defense, tons of weapons on offense, going on the road versus the 49ers, 4-0 49ers. 49ers at home, minus four points. Now, I really want to get into this game real quick. We're going to talk about this one. So the Cowboys, when I watch the Cowboys, I'm very frustrated. Because they, Dak Prescott loves to share the ball around. I talked about this last week podcast episode. If you look at the box score of the last week, Tony Pollard did nothing. Their star running back does nothing. 11 carries for 47 yards. I mean, that's decent. But if you're trying to be a top five running back this season and Tony Pollard, you got to do more than that. Also, C.D. Lamb only gets four catches. I mean... Let's see how many targets he had. CeeDee Lamb had six targets, four catches for 36 yards. He had four catches for only 36 yards. Luckily, one of them was a touchdown. But if you look at the box score receiving for Dallas last week, you have seven receptions going to Jake Ferguson, five going to Michael Gallup, four going to Tolbert, four going to CeeDee Lamb, four going to Brandon Cooks, three going to Pollard. It's like... They love to share the ball. And honestly, I don't know if that is the best game plan. I don't. I don't know if that's the best. Even they blew out the Patriots, obviously. Patriots are terrible, 38 to 3. But when you go back to look at that Cardinals game, I just thought they could give Tony Pollard and uh, CeeDee Lamb the ball a little bit more. Give them a chance. Give your best players a chance to make plays. That's just where I stand on the Cowboys. They're a dominant team. Their defense is the best in the NFL this season. I just think it's better, especially when you play great opponents. Now, when you play the Patriots, you understand. You're going to be able to share the ball around and uh, get everybody involved. But when you play a team like the Niners this week, I really hope they can lean on their star players. It's going to be interesting because when I look at these two teams, just go, okay, let's go to the other side. Let's look at the Niners before I give this prediction. Let's look at the Niners. Now, ESPN and every national media analyst that you hear is talking up Brock Purdy and I I got to give him his props. He's been he's been great. He's been a great game manager for a, the best the most talented team in the NFL by far. But when you look at these games and you see the teams that they played, I, I'm it's I'm scratching my head because 
they have not played any playoff opponents in Brock Purdy's regular season career. Going back to last year, Brock Purdy in the regular season is undefeated. Let's look at last season from week 10 to week 18. You got the Chargers, Cardinals, Saints, Dolphins, Buccaneers, Seahawks was a playoff team. Okay, that's one. You got the Commanders, Raiders, and then the Cardinals again. That is one playoff team in nine straight weeks. So when they say Brock Purdy's 9-0 as a as a as a regular season starter, you gotta really dig deep because this Niners team is too talented to lose to any of these teams. The Niners are a type of team where only top teams can beat them. They some top teams have bad weeks, right? To where they could wake up and not play well and get beat. You see it all the time in the NFL. But the Niners aren't that type type of team because they're so talented. They can just run the ball, give Christian McCaffrey 20 to 24 carries a game, and their O-line is dominated enough to where if players are playing bad, they can just lean on that run game and, and control the game. And their defense is too talented to give up big plays versus mediocre opponents. Now let's go to this year. They're 4-0 this year. Let's look at these opponents. We're talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're talking about the Rams. We're talking about the Giants. And then we're talking about the Cardinals. I don't I don't see it. I don't I don't see none of those teams obviously are playoff contenders. None of them. So these next two weeks are gonna be very interesting to see what these Niners team what this Niners team is really all about. Especially Brock Purdy. You're going against a Cowboys team who has the best defense in the NFL. Then next week they play at the Browns. I'm pretty sure Deshaun Watson should be good to go. And we're talking about another top three defense in the NFL in the Browns. So it's gonna be interesting. Now, with all of that being said, the Cowboys specifically are the type of team that is a great, talented roster, but they fold versus good opponents. We gotta call it how it is. Every single year, it seems like the past five years, we've been calling this team a, a legit NFC contender to make it to the Super Bowl. And when they play tough opponents, they fold. You that's just what it is. We look at last year, the Cowboys played the Niners in the divisional round, lost 19 to 12. After all season long, being able to put big points on anyone, really. They did lose to the Eagles. They lost to Tampa Bay, then lost in the divisional round. They're just very underwhelming when they play good opponents. So with all of that being said, I expect the Cowboys defense to give show Brock Purdy something he hasn't seen before. Similar to what the Eagles did to the Niners last year in the playoffs, but obviously the narrative is that Brock Purdy got injured and they had no quarterback. So the Eagles got the benefit of the doubt. But I got to say, even with Brock Purdy being, if he stayed healthy, I think the Eagles still would have won because this Niners team has not faced any adversity. So I think the Niners are going to face some adversity Sunday night. But with the Cowboys track record versus good teams, I just don't see them winning this game. So I am going to give the Niners that win. Four points. I'm on the fence there. Anything over a field goal, you know what? I'm going to take the Niners to cover the four points. I am. But next week, stay tuned. Because if Deshaun Watson is healthy and the Browns look good this week, I will be taking the Browns to knock off the Niners next week. Because I really I really have to see this Niners team get stretched. I have to see them face adversity and see how they respond. So that is going to be a very great game to look forward to. And it's going to have a lot of playoff implications. So we'll be able to look back and see what happened. Okay, after all of that, Monday night, you got the Packers versus the Raiders. <laughs> Obviously, they're putting the Raiders on primetime because it's Vegas. You got Allegiant Stadium, nighttime, primetime in Vegas. But this Vegas team is not good at all. You got the Vegas Raiders losing 
to the Chargers last week, 24 to 17. And then you had the Packers who uh, really just got controlled the whole game versus the Lions. This Packers team, middle of the pack type of team. Jordan Love is still trying to find his way. They're trying a lot of new things out. They have great coaching, much better coaching than the Raiders, I would say. Here's the thing. If if they can find a way to give Devontae Adams the ball, he's very frustrated. Him and Josh Jacobs are so frustrated with this team right now. Both of them are star players, and they deserve to play on playoff caliber teams. But when you give them a player like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo in their defense, is very mediocre as well it's not gonna go well and they're both very unhappy with their situation i am gonna take the packers to go into Allegiant stadium and get the win jordan love still very inexperienced but i expect the packers to have enough to get this win versus a very bad raiders team packers really aren't a playoff team to me this season but they should have enough against the raiders so raiders are favored by a point i expect the packers to go in and win outright so that's going to be my picks that is all of them let's go ahead and talk about our locks of the week first and foremost it's gonna be the ravens minus four for me i expect them to go into pittsburgh and roll them division games are tough though in the nfl anything happen we saw the ravens slack off versus the colts two weeks ago then the ravens bounced back and looked phenomenal versus the browns i am going to push in the chips and say the ravens keep it going and win by four I'm going to say the Colts plus two and a half at home. That's my next lock of the week. Then rounding it out, I might be a sucker for this once again, but I am doing the Chiefs minus three and a half on the road versus the Vikings. Those are my top three plays. Going to be a great week. I hope you guys enjoy some football. Spend some great quality time with your family. And let's just have a great weekend, y'all. I appreciate you rocking with me. Once again, this is Zay Zone. My name is Zay. Hope you guys have a good one. Peace.